Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Today we're going to talk about UFO debunker Stephen Greenstreet, the writer of the New York Post who is a presence on Twitter and also uh, has puts out post videos on YouTube and has been very disparaging of the effort to uh, finally end this the secrecy that surrounds the UFO phenomenon, uh, which most certainly uh, is something that the Pentagon and uh, the military-industrial complex has worked very hard for many, many years now, for decades, uh, to keep from the public. There is a extraterrestrial presence here, despite what debunkers tell you. Uh, they don't know what they're talking about, as everyone knows. I've had my own experiences. I've seen these things. I've seen a creature. I've seen a craft up close on different occasions, as everyone knows. I'm not going to get into it. So I know when all a lot of these people are telling the telling the truth with regard to their encounters. But uh, the Stephen Greenstreet, for whatever reason, uh, has been a uh, he's he's been very vicious uh, to people within the UFO community, particularly people like Lou Elizondo, Christopher Mellon, Jeremy Corbell, uh, a lot of different people. He uh, George Knapp, uh, people who uh, uh, a lot of people in the UFO community view as uh, they're the ambassadors to this at this point. Uh, the, to this effort to finally get the uh, government to give us the goods that we've been waiting for and hollering for for a long time. Um, so this person, for whatever reason, uh, he has he tries to undermine it at every turn. He's constantly posting stuff on Twitter, old articles that he that he's written months and months and months ago, uh, disparaging comments on Twitter, tries to make fool out of, fools out of people within the UFO community, tries to make them look like lunatics and crackpots and crazy people. Uh, I think it's all projection, and uh, we're going to go through this. I, I think that this guy has some serious issues. Uh, of course, now, the New York Post is not a, it's not a reputable news source for starters, okay? Like we, a lot of people here recognize that. It's, it's trash. I mean, it's one of the worst newspapers in the country. Uh, it's owned by Rupert Murdoch, and it's filled with nonsense and, and sensationalism. Constant. It's worse. It's one of the worst things you've ever you've ever seen in your life. And uh, I, I'm not sure who's responsible for these uh, crackpot articles that are uh, being put out there by just Stephen Greenstreet. But uh, I guess we're going to talk about all of that. We'll get into all of that. But I want to get into uh, something that happened uh, just on Twitter uh, yesterday. So he's talking about, Green Street's talking about this new foundation, a Saul, it's called the Saul Foundation. He says here in a tweet, a uh, recent tweet, it says, in a new UF, the Saul Foundation is a new UFO company proclaiming victory after a deceptive six-year media campaign successfully duped Congress about aliens. So one of, uh, just, so that's just, uh, I'll get into what he talks when he says about the Soul Foundation in a second, but he's this guy has been writing articles uh, for a while now for the New York Post and creating videos where he tries to disparage this effort that's ongoing in Congress, and he think and he tries to claim that everyone in Congress has been duped by certain people like Lou Elizondo, uh, you know, Jeremy Corbell, Christopher Mellon, that they that the that these. Uh, crackpots, according to Stephen Greenstreet, has duped Congress somehow about aliens. Um, that's not true. This guy's making this up. He has no idea what's going on in Congress, as a lot a lot of us do not know what's going on behind the scenes in Congress. This guy does not know what's going on with Congress. Congress has seen things that this guy has not seen, so he has no idea what he's talking. When he's making these statements, these are outright lies. But anyway. 
He's talking about the Saul Foundation. Now, this is a new group. It's headed by uh, Gary Nolan, the Stanford professor, of course, who has an interest in UFOs. Uh, and also um, another person here, uh, let me look it up here, uh, Peter Scafish. He's the director of research. This guy, Scafish, is a... Socio, uh, Dr. Scafish is a sociocultural anthropologist who has held faculty and research positions in France, Canada, Germany, and the United States. Now, in his tweet uh, about this new Soul Foundation, uh, Green Street uh, uh, puts, has a paragraph and he has one section highlighted. We'll go through the paragraph and I'll tell you what part of this is highlighted. It says here, The time has come for serious, well-funded, and cutting-edge academic research into the nature of of unidentified aerial phenomena and their broad cosmo cosmological and political implications. Well, let me just stop there. The Saul Foundation, actually, you guys have made a mistake. It should be unidentified anomalous phenomena. Anomalous. All right, anyway, continuing. It says, such a claim would have been beyond the pale of respectability just five years ago, but the United States government's recent and continued acknowledgments of UAP have changed them from a subject unworthy of academic consideration into a scientific and intellectual problem of unfathomably broad stakes. And here's the highlighted part. This is the part that Green Street highlights because he has a problem with this. And we're going to go through it through the highlighted part and his problem. Now that UAP are considered real enough, real enough by Congress to be addressed with federal legislation, that's the end of the highlighted part, we are forced to consider the broad consequences of this for the future of science, technology, economy, politics, law, religion, culture, and all other human institutions and endeavors. So, and then uh, Green Street in his tweet comments on this highlighted part he says real enough is apparently quote good enough to lobby for some taxpayer funded resources Saul states that they'd like to offer advisory UFO research to the United States and other national governments and provide suggestions for new UFO laws okay what's wrong with that what's wrong with what's wrong with uh, the statement now that UAP are considered real enough by Congress to be addressed with federal legislation and it, that's true it is true they're, they're real enough to people in Congress that they have. there are laws that have been getting passed. I mean, where's this guy at? Doesn't he know that this has happened? I, I, I don't understand what is, what's the point here. What do you mean? It's, it's what's happening. There, there are laws getting passed. It has nothing to do with uh, uh, taxpayer-funded resources getting burnt. No, they're doing this because they've actually seen things behind the scenes. It's, and then the other thing, that, the, uh, the other issue here is that they have been meeting with whistleblowers behind the scenes in, in, in addition to David Grush. Uh, and he doesn't know anything about this. Hey, well, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. Anyway, continue here. He's, then he points out another paragraph with, the, with another party highlights. He says, uh, to provide reliable cutting edge, and this next, these next words, are, the rest of this sentence is highlighted. To provide reliable, cutting-edge advisory research to the United States and other national governments as well as corporate clients, Saul will establish itself as, and then that, uh, then it ends. Uh, the highlight ends. Saul will establish itself as a and remain the foremost think tank on UAP, the source of the most informed and insightful policy recommendations available. And then Green Street's comment here is, anyone who's been paying attention, so not the news media or government leaders, realizes this is complete and utter madness. Says who? You? Green Street? Where, what are you talking about? Utter madness. And, and uh, it's not. What are you talking about? It's not utter madness. The, the, there's real things out there flying around that people are seeing. Anyway, continuing here. He also says, Saul's made up of dubious 
UFO activists with dubious motivations. Here's my previous breakdown of some of the people involved. And he has a link here to some of the people involved. And he provides uh, uh, reasons why these people are dubious. I'm not going to get into that. But anyway, I want to continue what else what he says here. He says, also, strikingly, Saul is currently hiding its association with UFO whistleblower and congressional UFO witness David Grush. Okay, in this quote, he says, he in quotes, he has UFO whistleblower in quotes for some reason. I don't know what that, what, why would you put that in quotes? And congressional U, uh, UFO, quote, witness, end quote, David Grush. He has, quote, witness in quotes. Okay. For what reason? Why would you do that? Why would you have UFO whistleblower and congressional UFO witness in, in quotes? He is. That's what he's doing. He's blowing a whistle on what he's discovered. That's, that's what he did. There's nothing to... What, would you think your audience is a bunch of morons that they can't understand that? You have to put it in quotes like they never heard it before? We all know why he's putting it in quotes. He's trying to be... He's trying to make it sound like, well, there's no... How could he be a real witness? Right? That's what he's trying to do. But he's totally wrong. Again, he has no... How does he know what's going on behind the scenes? Has he, has he been in any, in any of these closed hearings that have happened in Congress? Has he uh, uh, sat, sat in on these skiffs with some of these other whistleblowers uh, that David Grush was talking about? Does, does he know who they are? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anyway, uh, so he's, he's making a big deal about, uh, for some reason also, that David Grush is with this board. It's So what? David Grush actually uh, said it. He actually indicated that during the hearing. And, actually, he, and then for uh, Green Street actually has the, that list, that part of the uh, section of the hearing listed. He act, when Grush provided information on his experience, he wrote, uh, one of the things, May 20, 2023 to the present, Chief Operating Officer or COO of the Saul Foundation. And and what is his? he listed his responsibilities, managing day-to-day -day operations for a 501c3 federally recognized nonprofit, the premier center for research and in the natural and social sciences, sciences, engineering, and the humanities, but also extends activities to advisory and policy work for the United States government slash public outreach. I don't see what the problem is with this. I mean, so just because his name's not listed on the new website, on their website right now, that David Grush's name's not listed. There's a lot of people's names that aren't listed there, apparently, from what I could see. If you go to this website, uh, the, the, there's only two names listed, Gary Nolan and Peter Scafish, and, they just, and, and it's listed under main board. And it says Gary Nolan is executive director of the board. It doesn't, doesn't list all the board members just because it doesn't have... Uh, there's no, I don't see any, what, why should that be a problem that David Grush's name's not mentioned on here? That, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, you're saying it does for some reason, but it doesn't mean anything. You, do you have any, where's your proof that this means something? What, what, what are you trying to say? That they, because it's not listed on there. There's a, apparently there's a lot of other people involved in this and their names aren't there either. It's not, there's no there's no nefarious thing going on here like he would let, let his uh, like his idiot uh, people who follow him would would be led to believe, right? So I don't know what he's talking about there. And then uh, 
Green Street goes on in the same tweet. It says, Grush is nowhere to be found on the UFO company's website, despite recently telling Congress he's the chief operating officer. Again, so what? 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 What's the issue? What, why does that matter? It's like there's nothing being hidden here. He said it in Congress. Why? What does that? So his name's not on the web on the website. You know, maybe it will be at some point in the future. But maybe he's the one who put. Maybe as the chief operating officer, maybe he's the one who put the website together and didn't put his own name on there. So what? Like I said, there's other people apparently that are part of this. It's not just him. But for some reason, this is nefarious. This is strange, according to Stephen Greenstreet. Okay, and then he also says, Grush is directly connected to a small cadre of, quote, crazy, end quote, ghost hunters, and quote, nut job, end quote, UFO believers. So he's calling, and he has a picture here of uh, David Grush sitting at a table uh, with Jay Stratton, George Knapp, and Travis Taylor. Okay, and then it, then he ends it here. He says, Saul Foundation will be holding its first, quote, event, end quote, in November, featuring some of the same spooky activists who've been doing the paranormal hustle for many years. So for, for some reason, this guy, do you see, do you see how this is, how he, how he uh, rolls? He's just constantly disparaging. He's trying to make everyone at the top of this UFO, the UFO community that we are a part of, some of the biggest names that we have in the community, he's trying to make them all look like they're all crazy, every single one of them. Uh, he's focused, his main focus, is, if, if anybody's noticed this guy on, on Twitter, is Skinwalker Ranch. He seems to put all of his a, a lot of his attention a good chunk of it on skinwalker ranch and that it's all a sh- that, that's that and he tries to lump the entire ufo community into this uh, skinwalker ranch that's what it seems like uh he gets a lot of information from dubious sources uh, his his articles that he writes are, are incomplete and idiotic actually we're going to go through one of his articles soon here and then he, he has a follow-up tweet here and he's and he's complaining about gary nolan it says here gary nolan the executive director of the Sol Foundation says that he sees a huge commercial gold mine in UFOs. Nolan is a UFO activist who claims an alien visited him as a child and that aliens have been visiting Earth for a long time. And he has a little portion of this interview that uh, Nolan recently had. And uh, Nolan does say, but, uh, but see, Green Street takes it out of context here. Uh, he's, he, uh, yes, Nolan does say that there's a huge commercial gold mine in UFOs, and he's right. There would be. I mean, if you were able to uh, use that technology for uh, for for the human race, then yeah, there's a gold mine in, in there's a huge commercial gold mine there, right? I mean, that's a completely accurate statement. What's wrong with that? Again, he's making it sound dubious that 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 Gary Nolan would say something like this. Uh anyway. And we're going to get into one of his articles in a little bit here. But before I do, I want to go start uh, going through what, what I think is happening here with this Stephen Greenstreet. Uh, for one thing, I've lost respect. I mean, for I don't like Mick West at all, right? But he associates himself with this Stephen Greenstreet. The, the vitriol that comes out of Greenstreet, I mean, it's just horrendous. And for someone uh, like Mick West who tries to... Uh, uh, present himself as some as some dignified gentleman. I mean, that that the the idea that he basically associates himself with Sydney with this Stephen Greenstreet is just a joke. I mean, that just ruins his credibility. Should ruin his credibility with everybody. I mean, anybody who associates himself with this Stephen Greenstreet, their credibility is shot. As far as I'm concerned, that's why I, recently I've been talking on this podcast. Like I used to always stick up for John Greenwald of the Black Vault. However, he seems more times than not to associate himself with this Stephen Greenstreet. This guy is a total jerk. And I, it might even be deeper than that. We're going to get into that. 
And we're going to, what are the reasons? What are the reasons behind this guy's attitude and why he acts the way he does? I mean, okay, here's this this picture here. This, here's a picture of uh, Green Street, uh, just so you know who we're talking about here. That here Apparently, he just got done with an audition for, uh, auditioning for the main lead in Springtime for Hitler. Not just joking. Anyway, uh, so what is his problem? Uh, he says, uh, let, let, let's go through his, his, what I think, what, what are the possible issues with this guy? There's six of them that I've listed, and I'm going to tell you which the, the final one is the answer that I believe is, is the case. Anyway, number one, he's working for the Pentagon. I've, I've heard this one from different people, that this guy's an asset to the Pentagon. He, yeah, that could be true that he's an asset to them, but it, well, actually just, if anything, a useful idiot. The guy's a fool. I can't imagine anyone in the Pentagon uh, trusting this guy, this clown. Uh, I just don't see it happening. I don't think that he's working for them. I don't think he's receiving any money from them. I think, I think that that idea is completely crazy. Uh, of course, it seems like he uh, he's uh, associated with Susan Go and all that kind of thing. Susan Go, of course, is the spokesperson for the Pentagon. Uh, he's associated with, but he's not working for them. That's that's crazy talk. I that's I don't see that one bit. So I, I eliminate that one. Number two, he's being told to do this by his boss. That's possible. That's possible. Of course, Rupert Murdoch represents a lot of different politicians in the GOP. Uh, that he wants GOP people to win all the time, and and, a, and, a, and there are a lot of people in the Republican Party, as are in the Democratic Party, who uh, are receive a lot of campaign bucks from the military-industrial complex. So, is it possible that Rupert Murdoch is, or or some other boss uh, below Rupert Murdoch? who's being told by Rupert Murdoch to tell Green Street to write these disparaging articles all the time. That's possible, but I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't buy that one. Okay, number three. Uh, like Mick West and other debunkers, he's simply afraid of the phenomenon and issues phony claims and writes bogus art- articles about UFOs to soothe his delicate nerves. Yeah, it could be. Could be. I, I believe some debunkers out there are just afraid of this whole reality that we are living in that they don't want to accept. Uh, and they just do these things to, um, to uh, you know, because they're scared. They live in their whole lives in fear of this. But I don't think that's the case with Stephen Greenstreet. It probably is with someone like Mick West, uh, but not with Stephen Greenstreet. So I, I, I eliminate that one. Okay, moving on. Number four, he holds a childish grudge against a person or people within the UFO community, and this is his narcissistic revenge. That's that's possible. That could be the case here. Like he might have been denied an interview in the past by someone like Lou Elizondo or you know somebody else in the UFO community, and he felt slighted, and then he was acting like a child, and you know he's just been trying to get revenge the whole time. He could be one of those types of people. That is possible. I don't think that's the reason, but that's you know that's one of the reasons, one of the things that's possible. Okay, number five. He's intensely stupid. This this could be true. This guy could be really stupid, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna show you why. I'm gonna go over one of his articles. This was an article from back in uh, pu- published in March in the New York Post, and uh, it's the headline here is "Crazy UFO Believing Pentagon Bosses Missed Spycraft for Years." Okay, and the the story. This article begins, and th- yeah, this was uh, written by not only Stephen Greenstreet but also uh, a fellow writer named Todd Farley, and it p- was published uh, on March twenty first, twenty twenty three. And I'll leave the link so you can check this whole thing out for yourself. Anyway, it says the post was right. The quote UFO end quote story is fake news. Okay, that's a st- that's a really stupid thing to say for your opening paragraph. Okay, 
the post was right the quote ufo end quote story is fake news okay now he uh, this is the, the to put that you the, the the acronym ufo in quotes why would you do that think about this why would you do that you must the only reason you would do that is because you believe every single person who's going to read this right is stupid he, he every all he doesn't have any respect him or his partner here have they have no respect right for the the readers it doesn't matter if they're skeptics or 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 ufo believers right uh doesn't matter he has no respect for them because he put that acronym in quotations now of course as we know ufo has been in use since the 1950s but yet this guy has to put it in quotes now why it doesn't make any sense at all i mean if he's trying to make the fact like the idea that ufos are weird or something that that that's that doesn't do anything why would you do that you would not put that in quotes and make as that that's bad writing on top of on top of it you just wouldn't do that people everyone knows what ufo means right you don't put it in quotes like it's you wouldn't understand it but he, he i don't think he wasn't he wasn't doing it for that reason but he knew what he was doing he was doing it to make it for some reason to make it sound uh, like it's like it's phony or something like it, that. that you, not even UFOs aren't real. It's so stupid. But really, what he's doing, the what I think, what I see here is that he's uh, he he used it that way because he, he doesn't respect his audience whatsoever. He thinks everybody who reads the New York Post, his articles in the New York Post, are complete idiots. And you know what? They probably are. They probably are idiots. Right? I mean, if again, I told you before. The New York Post is unbelievable garbage. Okay, I'm moving on here. It says, and it, uh, we'll just read a little bit more of this article. It says, after a gigantic Chinese spy balloon flew over America, the mainstream media and some congressional leaders are still looking for aliens. Quote, aliens, end quote. Okay, so basically that, remember I talked about this. While, when the Chinese spy balloon nonsense was all ongoing, even before they shot it down, and it was a big story, I was on, I was talking about it on the podcast of how this is all all this is is a shiny object to get to, to direct everyone's attention away from the, the the UFO discussion and 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 then make it look like oh see it's just Chinese spy balloons, all right? Uh, so so he's what he's doing here he's talking like the mainstream media is still looking for aliens really the mainstream media went along with him so i don't know what he's talking about maybe the mainstream media latched on to this and they, they they acted just as much of an idiot as he did so i don't know what he's talking about here and and what does that that doesn't change anything so so a chinese spy balloon's flying over america and it gets shot down that that's solved according to stephen greenstreet that solves the whole mystery see it was only balloons the whole time what a moron uh and see, this is why I think number five could be relevant, that he's just stupid. All right. And then it goes on here. It says, and it's now reported that the Pentagon missed several incursions of foreign spy craft for years because they were instead looking for UFOs. How did this happen? It seems a small group of UFO activists spent years misleading a cred credulous media and, a and an oblivious Congress. So, so this guy, he, then he has a lot of dubious uh, quotes from people. He doesn't prove anything. Right, he thinks he's he he, he tells this cr incredible yarn that he makes it up. Basically, a lot of some of it, some of his uh, uh, sources here is the, come from the Pentagon, which, as everyone knows in the UFO community, never ever trust the Pentagon when it comes to UFOs. They're always lying. They've been lying for since uh, 1947 when it comes to UFOs. So you can't trust the Pentagon. That's a so that's his source. How could you believe that source? They they're still lying about it, right? But he goes on with this incredible yarn about how uh, he believes this small group of UFO activists like Lou Elizondo and uh, have have 
tricked somehow the Congress into uh, investig investigating UFOs, creating legislation for UFOs. Somehow these people tricked Congress. Congress has seen have seen things that this idiot here, Green Street, has not seen. It's just as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Uh, I mean, he disparages people like Lou Elizondo. Now he disparages people like David Grush. David Grush, who, by the way, uh, the inspector general for the intelligence community, found his uh, complaint that he filed uh, for the repercussions he was facing for, for going public with his, with his uh, knowledge of what he learned about UFOs and recovered bodies. Uh, he was receiving, he filed a complaint with the inspector general, and it, the inspector general thought it, saw that it was credible, thought it was credible. So again, what's he talking about? Now, I'm not going to get into this whole giant, ridiculous, complicated yarn that he spins here about how oh, all these people tricked Congress because it's a joke. It shouldn't even, it's, it's, it's made up nonsense. It's, his sources come, uh, come from the Pentagon and some other idiots. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, He's, he goes by uh, documents, which we don't even we don't even have. We don't know what documents for, from the Pentagon or what we're really getting, if it's the truth or not, when it comes to this. Because again, it's UFOs. How can anybody believe this stuff? But anyway, we're gonna go right to where he, uh, how he sums everything up here at, at the end of this ridiculous article. Um, <clears throat> it appears that a small group of UFO believers distracted the media and Congress into looking for extraterrestrial UFOs while, in reality, terrestrial spy craft were brazenly flying over America with impunity. This is nonsense. This is all made up hogwash. It's nonsense. He's just pulling this stuff out of his butt. It's all made up. It's all made up, and, and with the help of people within the Pentagon. Okay? Uh, and then he says, in a tweeted video, Senator Marco Rubio states that no one took it seriously because immediately it was about UFOs and flying saucers and aliens, but rather getting fixed, the same mistakes are seemingly still being made. Some of the same UFO activists involved in the fake 2017 New York Times story lobbied congressional leaders like S Senators Kirsten Gillibrand and Marco Rubio to create a new UFO program called the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or ARROW. ARROW is reportedly looking into an avocado UFO from 1945 and investigating whether flying saucers turned off American nuclear weapons in 1967. So these are stories that we've all we've heard, right? The 1945 case, that was a case that Jacques Vallée has investigated, and we've heard about details about that. And and the 1967 case, he's referring to the Malmstrom incident that happened in Montana. And we know Robert Solis is one of the witnesses. There was other witnesses that have talked about this, where missiles were shut down. Basically, Green Street's just dismissing all of this out of hand. He's just without any evidence to back up anything that he says. He's just calling these people crackpots and nuts and wackos and things like that, nut, nut jobs, uh, because th that's all he has. He doesn't really have it. There's no story here. He's not done anything. There's no his research has, has really given shown us nothing. There's nothing. It proves nothing. There's nothing here, but yet this guy just keeps. Uh, for whatever reason, the New York Post keeps allowing this guy to keep putting out this trash, this lot, this horse dump, dumping it on people. It's hard to believe that they would that they would continue to have a. Re this guy's supposed to be a reporter. This isn't even reporting. What this is, this is opinion pieces. This is a re a supposed reporter that's uh, doling out opinion pieces. This is his opinion. He just doesn't believe in any of this stuff. He's calling them all nuts and, and things like that, uh, disparaging names. 
But anyway, uh, I don't think it's that he's stupid. He is stupid, yeah, but that's not the reason. Well, I, th- I'm going to get to the, number six is the one that I think is, is the reality here. I think he's a total crackpot. I think that Stephen Greenstreet is totally, absolutely out of his gourd. This guy's a nut. He's a nut. He's out of his mind. He of all and so when he when you hear him calling other people nut jobs, really what's happening here? He's basically projecting the reality, the reality of the situation. This guy's nuts. He's crazy. He's craven. Uh, he's looking for attention. He thinks this is the only way he can get it. By uh, you know, we're, this is the greatest story of all time. The 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 realization of the human race. We're finally m- moving toward that uh, point where the entire world is going to recognize the reality that there is an extraterrestrial presence among us. But we have people, crazy crazy people like this, crackpots. This guy should just hang out in the streets like with, with a cardboard sign and hold it up that says something like, you know, it's not true that you you aliens aren't real. Please believe me, or something like that. Have a little can out for himself to collect money. Because this guy, that's what he looks like to me. He's totally can't accept this because he just doesn't want to. And now he's cracked up for because of it. You don't see the, the he he's basically like a broken record on Twitter. It's just a constant turn, a constant churn. Keeps uh, promoting story articles that he's written months and months and months ago. Uh, this guy's a crackpot. It's unfortunate. You know, this guy's a lunatic. Uh, uh, I, I I guess the, the New York Post, I mean, because it's such a bad newspaper, they don't care about what kind of writers they have working for them. Uh, this is not... this. What you're reading, the, the article, like I said, the one that I was just reading from, that was opinion piece. That wasn't, like, news. That was just an opinion piece based on nothing, really. Uh, there's no story there. It's not a full story. It's an incomplete story, whatever kind of story he's trying to tell. Um, so just because... Uh, you know, he, he might sue people like Susan Go, I'm sure, and other people within the Pentagon and also the military industrial complex. I think that they look at this guy like a useful idiot, similarly to how people look at Ken Klippenstein from The Intercept. I mean, as we all know, Ken Klippenstein was the reporter who wrote that uh, hit piece against David Grush recently and. Uh, uh, you know, he was used as a one-time idiot. You won't really see Klippenstein that much writing about this topic. He was, he's, that, that guy doesn't really know much. Uh, total, absolute dope. Um, just all he does is basically uh, get some freedom of, uh, file for inf- Freedom of Information Act requests on a regular basis and gets dirt on people and writes garbage about them uh, and then collects a paycheck for the trash that he puts out and the intercept pays him. That's basically what he does. Similarly to what Green Street does, Green Street does this on a regular basis. Though that's his, you know, main focus seems to be the UFO phenomenon, and he's targeting the people who are trying to get disclosure. He targets now this new Soul Foundation uh, and tries to make it look like it's something uh, crazy and crooked, and uh, he just he doesn't find anything good whatsoever in it at all. He doesn't really do any research either. He just what he does. He just basically his articles are not. Uh, they're, they're, it's not objective reporting. It's 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 opinion and it's cracked opinion. This guy again is totally absolute imbecile. I mean moron and. Oh, I, I, I'm not a doctor, right? But I mean anybody could see. Anybody with two eyes could see that this guy's not right in the head. I mean the way he talk. I've seen him talking in interviews. He seems like he's nuts. You know, to me, I mean, <laughs> woo, woo. 
If I were the New York Post, I'd maybe put him on leave for a little bit. Let him get some rest. When you get some rest, go ahead, get some rest. Because you know what? You're not right upstairs, man. You you need some sleep. You know, you need to stop thinking about UFOs. Maybe it's too much for you. You know what it might be? I think it might be too much for him. It's too much for him. You know, he needs some rest, obviously. Well, maybe it's, does he have any family that could intervene here and help out? I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, there has to be, you would think, right? You know, who knows? I mean, I don't know. I don't know his private life. Who cares, really? But, yeah, I think the, the story here is that this guy, he just projects. He's calling all these people these disparaging names. He doesn't know. He, he writes idiotic stories that has no real evidence of anything. Uh, he writes crackpot tweets on Twitter that make no sense, that go nowhere, that uh, he thinks he's doing something. He thinks he's doing a service for humankind or something, and there's nothing there. I mean, it's that, that's why I say I go with number six. I think this guy's a total, absolute crackpot. I think he's complete nut job Un- incredible but that he has some kind of a position at the new york post you think they would be paying attention to some of these tweets that he puts out my gosh i mean they should be embarrassed <laughs> it's embarrassing i mean if as a major news or uh, organization out of new york city i mean that's an embarrassment i mean whoo where's rupert murdoch what are you doing man don't you see what's going on here Oh, I mean, I'm, maybe maybe Rupert, I, I, like I, I, you know, if you go back to my number two possibility was that he's being told what to do by his boss. I, I can't imagine. I don't think Rupert's that crazy, is he? I mean, to have this crackpot on there, you know, just willy nilly write anything, put any kind of tweet out, call people nut jobs and things like that, and uh, amongst the other disparaging words, you know, uh, that's not the way a reporter's supposed to act. Reporters, reporters are supposed to be objective. This guy's, a, this, these are opinion pieces. This isn't reporting, but it's in the guise of reporting. That's the sad part. But uh, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I guess maybe that's what the New York Post wants. And the kind of writers like this, crackpots, crazy people. Uh, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for the people around him. I mean, it has to be tough for his family to see this disintegration into insanity over over everything that he. You know, then to see everything on his tweet is probably embarrassing. Like, oh my God, you see what Steven did today? He just can't accept this reality, you know? Wow. So, yeah, uh, Steven, get some help, buddy. You need it, man. You really, really need help. Anyway, thanks for joining me, everyone. Until next time. <laughs>